Ladies and gentlemen, welcome into Season 2, Episode 2 of From the Hive, the latest podcast slash radio show series here on KALA. I'm Ryan Schistel, joined as always by Anna Vary and Sierra Mari. And now we have our new scholar B in the room with us, Mr. Luke Vera. Luke, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. So before getting into this episode, just a bit of a disclaimer as always, this podcast was recorded at the studios of KALA-FM, St. Ambrose University. Opinions expressed are not necessarily those of KALA Radio or St. Ambrose University. So before we dive in, Anna, Sierra, how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm feeling energized. I'm doing pretty well too. So to start out this episode, because Luke is new to being a KALA scholar babe. We're going to get to know Luke a little bit. So, Luke, why don't you start off just, you know, tell us where you're from, stuff like that. Uh, yeah, sure. So, and I'll just go for the whole life story, I guess. Uh, I was born in Sacramento, raised there for uh, a few years, then moved out to Iowa for my dad's job. Um, went to, like, elementary, middle school in Cedar Rapids, and then moved to Waukee, Iowa, um, went to high school there, played football, baseball, a little bit of basketball. Um, and then I play football here. Uh, I'm a junior. Um, and yeah, I mean, I spend my free time doing lifting, watching movies, playing video games with my friends, watching sports with my friends. Um, yeah, I guess that's a little bit about me. So with the football team, you know, you're a linebacker, correct? Yes, middle linebacker. So... Or how's, how's the team, you know, obviously the past couple of years hasn't been fantastic for football, but, you know, what's the outlook now going into it as a senior for next year? Um, yeah, it's actually crazy because, like you said, senior, it doesn't even feel like it. I still feel like a sophomore, honestly. Um, but, yeah, it's been a rough couple of years on the football team. Um, but me, I know Jake Ackman, another one of my classmates, Jake Schrader, um, and then Jonathan Thurman have really led the, led the push to try to, um, try to revitalize this program, try to change it in a new direction. Um, I'm, I'm one of those as well, trying to, you know, be more of a vocal leader, um, be someone that the younger, younger kids can look up to, uh, try to play the game the right way. Um, in the off season, what we're in right now, the running, the lifting, um, stuff like that, just trying to do things the right way, try to, you know, set an example for the younger kids. Um, I call them kids like they're not two years younger than me, but uh, it's still, it's, it's a good time. I think we're, I think we're in the right direction still even two weeks into this off season. Well, and you know, obviously you said you're a big sports fan. You got the Giants hoodie on. Yes, sir. You're a Kings fan and a 49ers fan. So obviously 49ers going to play in the big game. Yeah. Um, Giants had an okay year. And then the Kings, at least last year, were pretty good. I don't know how they're doing so far this year, but, I mean, what, what's that like being a fan of somebody that has good teams? Because I'm from Chicago, where we're awful at everything. Well, uh, my my sports fandom comes from my family. Like I said, born in Sacramento. Um, so my grandparents, uh, my parents, my whole family are huge Bay Area sports fans. Um, but, yeah, 49ers in the Super Bowl, dude, I was so excited. You have no idea. Uh, it was so stressful for me in the first half. Like I was pacing around the, my uh, my dorm. I was I was this close to flipping tables. Not actually. I don't flip tables and, and break dorm 
uh, furniture. That's not okay. <laughs> but uh, no, I was I was jumping around, super excited in the second half. Um, but I don't think I could handle another loss to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. So you already know I'm going to be wearing my 49ers stuff as much as I possibly can. Um, and I'm going to actually go back home to, uh, to Des Moines with my family to watch the Super Bowl with everybody. All right, we'll ask two more questions about the 49ers. Number one, have you fully embraced kind of that villain role that a lot of people have given the 49ers? Because a lot of people wanted it to be a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl. And this was kind of seen as worst case scenario for it to be 49ers and uh, Chiefs. But, you know, I personally strongly dislike the Chiefs, but I, I got nothing against the 49ers and Brock Purdy. So I guess we'll just ask both questions now. A, have you embraced that villain role? B, you know, a lot of people had questions about Brock Purdy. What do, what do you like out of him or do you think he's still the guy? Because I, I think he's doing a great job as a quarterback. And uh, so does Kyle Shanahan, actually. And it was... Uh... On Twitter this past week, on 49ers Twitter, um, that was the most emotion I've ever seen Kyle Shanahan show after a football game, uh, going right to Brock Purdy, giving him a big old hug. Um, But honestly, you're right, though. Kind of a villain role in the NFC. Uh, Like, if it wasn't the 49ers in that NFC championship, I would be rooting for the Lions, too. And I was definitely rooting for the Ravens. Um, But like I said, I don't think I could handle Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs winning another Super Bowl, especially against uh, my Niners. But yeah, Brock Purdy, he's special, but in like the system quarterback kind of way. So like, I don't really know how to put that because he I don't think he is uh, Patrick Mahomes level quarterback, but he perfectly fits the 49ers system. And Kyle Shanahan has all the trust in the world and that lets him be a special quarterback. Well, and I also feel like that's the most emotion Brock Purdy has ever shown after the game, at least that I've seen. You know, normally after the game, he's pretty calm-headed. He'll go shake the hands of the opponents, stuff like that. But went straight into a fist bump, jumping around at the towards the sideline, hugging Shanahan, like you said. So, I don't know. Final score prediction. Obviously, we'll get into this probably next week, too, because it'll be Super Bowl week next week. But uh, final score prediction for the Super Bowl. I'll uh, I'll go 24-23 49ers. Ooh. <laughs> real real close game. Uh Sierra, Anna, any questions you guys have for Luke because I I mean I know Luke obviously just from classes, sports, stuff like that, but What are you majoring in, Luke? Uh I'm a double major, so I go digital media production, so I'm around here at KLA all the time. Um done a couple broadcasts with uh with Ryan uh, so I know Dave, and then I'm also majoring in sports management as well. Didn't you used to news anchor? Do you still do? I did a couple semesters ago, and then I'm also doing that again this semester. Very exciting. You have a lot of experience with the radio and TV, communication, obviously sports talk. So very, very good fit for KLA as a Scholar B. Especially for me. I mean... You know, I think Ryan's been craving this. Like he purposely picked you. He really did. I I wasn't even the one that picked Luke for the job. I was happy Luke got picked for it. But you know, I Abby was able to talk sports with me sometimes too. Anna, you got any questions for Luke before we jump into the next topic? We like to talk about stingers here on the podcast and radio show. So, do you have a favorite stinger from the SAU coffee shop? I uh, I don't because I have never been there. <gasps> really? I don't. Yeah, I I usually don't do like coffee oh, or or energy drinks stuff like that. I it's not good for my wallet, so I don't do it. 
all, all of a sudden, I think <laughs> Anna might have a new enemy. Um, but next topic we're going to jump into, we are officially in week two of the second semester. So how did everybody's first week of school go back from Christmas break? Luke, we might as well just start with you. So how did the first week go for you? Um, well, I kind of mentioned this earlier, but as for the football team, we're doing lifts and workouts at the same time as classes. Um, four classes, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for me, one on Tuesday. So that's kind of rough waking up at 8 a.m. on Monday morning and rolling through the day. Um, but honestly, syllabus week, it's not that hard, not too much homework. So just getting through that first week's for me, establishing a routine and getting into the rhythm of classes. So looking forward to this week as well. Sierra, how was your first week? It's my last semester, so it's very heartbreaking, but I am really excited. This semester, I'm taking a lot of classes. This one's going to be one of my busiest ones yet, so very nervous, but I already know how it's going to go down. I'm pretty confident, and I'm just excited to finally be done, like finally. I'm ready to move on, ready to sail away across the Pacific Ocean and leave. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anna, how was your first week? Um, you know what? It went pretty well for what it could be. Um, there is no syllabus week in nursing school, so I have been doing assignments and readings nonstop since the day before classes started. Actually, I had homework due the first day of classes, so I haven't settled down for a while. Um, it's been a big adjustment to all of the assignments, all of the readings, all of the exams and quizzes and studying and just it's a, it's different and I was prepared in the best way that I could by asking some peers that are levels ahead of me um, in the nursing program so I've gotten some great advice from them and I've really relied on them um, to be my mentors and so yeah it's been a, it was a good week it's been a good week so far and yeah I'm in nursing school that's exciting that is so exciting, girl. And like you said last time, 64 weeks? 64 weeks. Yep. Now it's 63. Cause... 47 weeks left for me. No. Uh, you know, first week went well. Like, you know, you guys all kind of said it's syllabus week, so it's not awful. But, yeah, I mean, four classes on Mondays and Wednesdays, three classes on Thursdays, or on uh, Fridays, so... I'm in that 8 a.m. with Luke, so waking up early is not fun. What class? Uh, it is management of sports facilities. Tyler Spencer, yeah. a great guy, but not at 8 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, 8 a.m. is a bit too early. But the nice part is on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as of right now, I only have one class at 2 p.m. So, like, you know, today and Thursday, I just kind of get to hang out. Yeah, by the way, we record these on Tuesdays now. Um... I feel like we we talked about how we used to do them on Fridays last mm-hmm. semester, but but yeah, I don't know. Today's a nice lazy day. Got a class with Doctor Who at two o'clock for sports officiating. Doctor Who and I really like Ooh. each other. Well, well done, Sierra. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like I'm busy, but at the same time, like I'm not super busy. Mm-hmm. That's good. How many semesters do you have left? So this semester, and then I'll graduate in the spring of next year. So I've got a full year next year. And Luke? Uh, I have this semester in the spring and then fall of 2024, and then I'm graduating. So I'm kind of feeling like you, just kind of ready to go, even though I have a bit longer. Mm -hmm. Ready to leave. Well, Anna, 
is part of a newer club, Bee Readers. So you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, so one one of our previous episodes in season one, I sat down with Jack Day, who is the founder of Bee Readers, which is a... um, a club here, a new club on campus that is working on helping elementary school age students like learn to love reading. And so right now we're working with the Madison Elementary School, which is right by Ambrose. And we go into the classrooms and read books however the teacher needs us to. So um, today was my first day of volunteering at Madison and I had a blast. Um, I was put into a second grade uh, classroom, which was really fun. I opened the door to say hi, and before I could say hi, they swarmed me with hugs. So, you know, that's always so fun. And then I went to a third grade classroom, and we read a Goosebumps book. It was called Monster Blood. Mm. Never heard of it, um, but it left on a cliffhanger, so I thought that was fun, and they were really sad that the time was up and that I left them on a cliffhanger. But, yeah, so that was really fun, a great opportunity for me to get some volunteering hours in this semester, enjoy some breaks from studying and doing assignments all the time. So just a good hour to relax and read books. And if you're interested in joining, um, you can always contact Jack Day. His email is just jackday at sa.edu or whatever. Anybody, any college student, how? So any college student can join, um, which is so fun. Like we have people from all different majors. I know there's some elementary ed people that are really focused on eventually working with elementary age kids. Um, I'm Like I said, I'm a nursing major, so I'm not sure if I'll be working with pediatric patients in the future, but if I do, like, I have the experience. And then um, the volunteer that I went in with today, we're in, a, like, a buddy system. She is a health and human performance kind of major, so mm. that was interesting and fun to get to know her. And, yeah, so it was a really great opportunity. And if you want to learn more, you can check back on that last episode um, in Season 1. But, yeah. So another big thing that we've got going on at KLA, uh, we were nominated for a good amount of IBS or Intercollegiate Broadcasting System Awards. Uh, Our nominations were Best University Television Station for SAU TV. SAU TV is also thrown into this. Uh, Best Sports Report from Sydney Hortzman. Best News Report from from Dave Gergenti. Best newscast from the SAU Weekly staff. Best station promo for Abby Varkalis with KALA. And then best sports play-by-play from women's soccer with myself, Anna, and Jorge Brizuela. But it was, it's been a stressful winter break because the IBS awards ceremony and that whole convention is in New York City. And... Obviously, when you're nominated for national awards for university, radio, and television, you got to go. You know, it's one of those things. You have to go. You have to, you know, be there or else it almost makes a bad look if you're nominated for all these things and nobody's there to accept the awards. Uh, So a special thank you to St. Ambrose's SGA or Student Government Association. Dave Baker and I went to one of their meetings on Sunday. We gave a presentation Uh, asking that they can fund the trip for students who will be going to New York City. And they very graciously accepted our offer. So, you know, it seems like very little will be coming out of my pocket because I plan on going to New York City with Dave. And if another student 
um, Dave Trigenti, who is, like I said, nominated, also decides to go, then it seems like very little will be coming out of his pocket. So a very big thank you to SGA from KLA. Uh, you'll be hearing that a lot on Wednesday, too, if you listen to any radio broadcasts. But, yeah, it's it's exciting. Puts a little school like St. Ambrose on the map compared to, you know, Big Ten, SEC, universities, stuff like that. I know for the women's soccer game that Anna and I are nominated for, I think we're going up against, like, Indiana University, University of Wisconsin, stuff like that. So, who knows? We'll see. But feels good to at least be nominated. I have a very controversial question I need to ask everybody. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, we're talking about New York, and my mind just started thinking of stuff. Do y'all prefer deep dish pizza or New York-style thin crust pizza? Let me know, y'all. Awful question. We'll start it with Ryan, who is from Chicago. I mean... Which, congrats on making the Dean's List, by the way. Oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. That's um, such a hard question, and I always feel like that's the wrong question to ask. Okay, what's the better question to ask? Well, I think if you're going to compare those pizzas, you have to compare it to, like, a Chicago tavern-style pizza, like the Thin Crust. Because if you're from Chicago, like, you really don't eat deep dish that much. You more so get the tavern-style thin crust pizza. And I would take that over a New York slice of pizza. Really? Any day of the week. I've only ever had New York-style pizza maybe once or twice, and I'm sure I'll have it in New York. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'll take Chicago-style pizza 10 times out of 10 over New York-style pizza. Now, I really do like deep dish a lot. I like how much is in there. I really do. But I do like how big and thin... New York style pizza is. So honestly, I'm going to have to say it depends. Oh it depends. God. It depends. I like it all though. I don't care. Luke, what do you prefer? Yeah, I would I would love to weigh in on this question because there was a restaurant called Zoe's in Cedar Rapids uh, that did deep dish pizza better than anywhere else I've ever had it before. But then I moved to Waukee and they have a New York uh, style pizza that does uh, thin crust New York style pizza better than almost any pizza I've ever had. Um, but I do, I really love deep dish, mm-hmm. especially when they get like a lot of cheese and a lot of sauce on there. It's so good. <laughs> and like, I don't even know. Cause like they have pepperoni on there that they throw on. Um, especially at Zoe's, they put a lot of pepperoni on. So I guess I just like a lot of food on my mm-hmm. one slice of pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like eating food. So the more food you can give me, the the better I'll enjoy it. So I got to go deep dish. That honestly sounds just like me. I Even on my fun fact in the hallway, it says I'm a foodie. So it's true. I am such a big foodie. Um, honestly, I feel inexperienced compared to all of you guys in my pizza eating habits, I guess. Um, I just like pizza in general. I'm not too picky of a mm-hmm. pizza girl. Um but yeah, honestly, I, I think I've had deep dish maybe once, and maybe the was it called New York style mm-hmm. like once too. Like I don't know, I just eat normal pizza. 
<laughs> so I, I'm just not experienced with I know what you mean. as much as you guys. So I don't have strong opinions. But well, do you guys like pineapple on pizza? I was just gonna say that I do like pineapple. On me my too. Pizza. Me too. I've never had a good like pineapple pizza before. Like if it was good, maybe I'd have a different opinion. But it actually just hasn't been good to where I like it, and I'd want it again. Really? I would consider it satanic to like <laughs> pineapple on pizza. I mean, I feel like that I'm could kidding. actually be the next question, though. Like, what's everybody's favorite topping on their pizza? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll start. I, I'll i take pepperoni on my pizza any day of the week. But I think if you can give me a slice of pizza that has both pepperoni and sausage on it, that's the kind of pizza I go for. I like all the veggies on my pizza. I'm a veggie girl. Um, black olives, my favorite on mm-hmm. pizza. Um, I like pineapple like i said i like green peppers onions i don't know i'm kind of a i like to mix it up you know i'm not i don't eat the same kind of pizza all the time because i get bored of that so i like to switch it up every once in a while but if i need a good like go-to that's where all the veggies are well i'm a combination between y'all because my superior combination is pepperoni and onion you just can't go wrong with that from anywhere. Pepperoni and onion is just superior. It's the best one. Pepperoni and onion is so good. Oh, and some hot honey. I'll throw some hot honey on there. That's also really good, too. And I'll throw on some Italian seasoning. Honey on your pizza? Hot honey. Spicy. Better than you would think. There's really? a pizza place near my house that they do like all these like, kind of special style pizzas. And there's one where they throw... It's like ham, pepperoni, and hot honey on there. Mm. And it's actually really good. So good. Not something I would like order on the regular, but every time I'm home, like if my dad says, hey, let's go get pizza from this place, that's one we'll get because it is pretty good. Just gives it a sweet flavor. I've never heard of that before. Honey, I've never heard of honey on pizza. Like hot honey. It's my brother's (laughs) new obsession. He lives in Cincinnati, Ohio, and they have some really good pizza joints where he's from. Mm -hmm. And... Hot honey is one of those things. And then I forget what it's called exactly, but there's like a a fig in a pork kind of pizza, which Ooh. don't knock it till you try it because I was a little hesitant at first, but that's really, really good. Sounds good. And I don't know if like I'm from Iowa City area, so like we don't have, I feel like we don't have that many like good, good, authentic, good mm. pizza places. And if there are, then it's just I haven't gone to them yet. But no, the one when I go visit him in Cincinnati, I always get, a good fig and pork pizza. That's really good. I went to Your Pie recently, you know, in the QCs, and they have a hot honey pizza. So that's, you know, what reminds me of it. Pepperoni, hot honey. I think maybe some basil up in there. So good, Luke. You definitely need to try it. But what's your favorite topping? Probably I'd go pepperoni or sausage, but man, did we pick the wrong time to talk about pizza because I have not eaten lunch yet. And it's <laughs> like 11.50, so I'm so hungry over here. And this is not helping. Dave have, no, Dave I, brought some pizza for us. No, no, kidding. No, I know. My roommate's been texting me this whole episode like, hey, when are you going to be done? I want to go to the calf. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting hungry too. Um, but we only have a few minutes left in the episode, so we'll go over what it feels like to be the same thing every time, the weather. Uh, finally warming up. Snow is finally melting. I don't know when or why this ever became like a weather show, but it kind of does every time. So, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I'm happy that the snow's melting. I'm I'm very happy, too, and I'm just surprised I'm still not stepping over snow right now. Like, I'm surprised it melted so quickly. But I will admit, there was one time in the winter when I was trying to open up my window in my dorm. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was really hot in my dorm, okay? I was trying to open up my window and ice was blocking it. So finally it melted off the windowsill and now I can finally open up my window and enjoy the nice cool breeze. Yeah, see, I tried to do the same thing when I got back, and it was snow and ice. Yeah. So I sat there yeah. for like five minutes opening and closing the window and just trying to open it harder and push the snow off. And it didn't work. Nope. Like, no matter how hard you try to open up that window, like, no matter what, it did not open. There was, like, ice and snow blocking it. I was so annoyed. I was actually really annoyed. I think it was, like, 80 degrees or 85 in my apartment. Well, you know, there's this thing called a thermostat in all the apartments. <laughs> And you can turn that down. You see, it was ice blocking that. <laughs> the thermostat is inside the apartment. Because I know my apartment's set to a nice cool 70 degrees right now, and it feels fantastic. <laughs> I don't know why mine's set on the outside, but mine's on the outside. It, I can promise you it is not. <laughs> All right. I'm a fan, though, of this warm weather. I'm a really, I'm a fan of it. All right, so things we've learned. Luke is a new scholar, B. We need to teach Sierra how to use a thermostat. And, uh, yeah, weather's getting warmer, I guess. <laughs> Did you guys see the sun yesterday? It, it was, was almost too bright. Was, my eyes yeah. weren't ready. <laughs> we weren't ready for it, but it was beautiful. And my, I got a, my dad gave me a plant when I moved mm. back into school. And it's finally blooming because there's actually sun, like, you know, helping it grow. So that's been exciting to watch it bloom. The past few days. Well, sun's not really out right now. I mean, you know, it's bright out, but at the same time, like, it's not like yesterday where I thought I was going to be blinded every time I walked outside. Mm-hmm. It's like I need to pull out my sunglasses sometimes in this kind of weather. I did. I had to drive somewhere yesterday, and I actually threw on my sunglasses for the first time in a long time to drive. I feel like winter, I feel like the snow just lasted, like, two weeks long. It was terrible when it, you know began but now it's like wow i can't believe it's over with that's just crazy to me so before closing out the episode final remarks uh do any of you guys have anything else you guys want to talk about or anything important going on in your lives or anything with kala because i actually just thought of one now that i said with kala uh if you are an alumni on february 17th we are having an alumni open house in the lobby of the Galen Fine Arts Center, uh, you can come get tours of KALA and SAU TV um, if you'd like. We'd be very grateful and just, you know, extremely thankful if you would donate just a little bit of money. Obviously, you don't have to if you don't want to, but that money will also go towards funding the New York trip and funding trips to the Midwestern Awards we get with MBJA and the Iowa State Awards that we always uh, apply for for the IBNA because those are a bit farther away, include some travel. So, uh, yeah, open house. We'll, or at least I'll be here. I think Dave kind of wants the scholar be there to kind of talk, get to know the alumni, give tours, stuff like that. But, yeah, we'll have a little bit more on that as the time comes near. Well, then that is going to do it for Season 2, Episode 2 of From the Hive. Once again, I'm Ryan Schistel, joined by Anna Vary, Sierra Mari, and now Luke Vera. A special thank you to Dave Baker, the general manager of KALA and our boss. 
for allowing us to keep this episode going. Once again, thank you to student government for their generous donation. And we will be back next week.